0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amya saleh and Hani Balqis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. I'm your host, Hani Balqis, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is a very, very, very beautiful day. And the main reason behind my very good mood is I've had, I think, a triple shot of espresso. And not only that, but the weather is amazing today, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time in years, I felt like I was cold outside during the day. And actually, I went outside today in the morning with a sweater. And even at around 12 p.m., I had to put a jacket on top of my sweater. It was very cold today. But that is what is making me happy today. What is making you happy let me know at 4215, but ladies and gentlemen, when we're getting into the tech news for this hour, we're talking all about the UAE Internet City that is in tie up for a two state of the art data centers, making them the biggest in the region right here in the UAE. We will be talking about that in just a bit. And the very well known Asus company has recalled the product after users said they smell smoke from these laptops. What? computer is that and what laptop version is it we're going to be giving you guys in just a few moments so you can know whether or not you are you know eligible for a replacement or not ladies and gentlemen we're also talking about a humanoid robot that is designed to fly like tony stark we're talking all about a robot that's designed to fly like iron man and has been built to help people in natural disasters are we going to have the avengers crew come to real life Well, you got to tune in to find out about that. But ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about L'Oreal's newest gadget that is taking the mess out of coloring your hair. And finally, we're talking about how a home robot that actually does something useful. And that is a self-driving shelf. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of news today, and all of it is crazy news. So do keep Pulse95 locked, but we're going to leave you with dusk till dawn. Bye, see ya. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we have news coming right out of the UAE and how right here in the UAE, we're talking about the Emirate of Dubai and how Dubai Internet City is in a tie-up for two state-of-the-art data centers. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Dubai Internet City has announced a deal with Khazna data centers, which, by the way, is one of the largest wholesale data center providers in the Middle East and North Africa and they will establish a two state-of-the-art facilities in the Emirate now these new these two new data centers will be strategically located in Dubai and will feature the unique design of Haznas data center pods that allow for the rapid scaling of operations when required now with this Hazna will operate a total of 14 data centers combined creating the UAE's largest data center provider now, ladies and gentlemen, we do know right here in the UAE digitalization has been a top priority and we have not fallen short of getting the best and being the best. Now, the managing director of Dubai Internet City said the UAE has been named among the top 10 most competitive economies in the world for a second consecutive year. And that is according to the IMD World Competitive Competitiveness Ranking 2021. And he also did say that he believes the building data centers and enhancing the overall technological infrastructure will play a key role in providing an investment-friendly environment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the partnership between Khazna and Dubai Internet City will also further support The UAE's digital ecosystem with technology, business and such as cloud computing operators able to achieve the level of connectivity that they do need to be more effective and deliver services to partners, customers and employees. Now, ladies and gentlemen, having a data center is very important and it's one of the main building blocks of having a digital infrastructure and a digital economy and having, you know, (coughs) these uh, these data centers, it will make. Uh, You know, the transfer of data very easy between, you know, entities right here in the UAE and in the emirate of Dubai. You know, again, we are just one more step to having a fully digitalized world. And I'm really excited to see in the next coming years, where would we go? Right. I mean, thank God right here in the UAE. You know, we've always had fast Internet. We've always, you know, had we've always kind of been the number one people to get you know the latest in tech tech, technology and seeing how we are kind of now holding the line and and showing people and showing the world where to go it amazes me and fascinates me so much so i want to know your guys thoughts four two one five let me know what you think about having the two biggest data centers right here in the uae but ladies and gentlemen we are taking a short break but when we come back We're talking all about Asus and how they have recalled a product after users did smell the smell of smoke. So I can guess you're probably wondering what's going on. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. It seems like a trend lately. A lot of big companies are making a lot of big recalls. And just yesterday, we were talking about how Tesla has recalled over 200,000 cars in China. That is over safety concerns about collisions. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new product being recalled. And that is an Asus product. And that is after users said that they smell smoke from these devices. Now, Asus has been forced to issue a product recall after numerous reports from some users that the motherboards were melting. Now, reports have emerged on social media that a number of affected. Now, I will be telling you guys the name of the product. It is called the Z690 Hero Motherboards that were made by the computer company were burning and producing smoke. And that was just done after normal use. Now, ASUS did acknowledge the fault and said it could potentially affect specific units that were manufactured in 2021. Now, the majority of those affected have been reported seeing a BIOS warning of 53 on screen, which does indicate a memory initialization feature. Now, for those who don't know what a motherboard is, the motherboard is the bit into which you plug all the parts of a PC. So, literally... That's why it's called Motherboard, because it's the mother of everything. But some other users did say that they sold smoke and found burn marks on products. Well, even one user on social media uh, took it to Reddit and reported an actual fire being sparked. Now, that is not a good, uh, good thing to say. Now... When he said that, uh, you know, he was browsing the internet on his PC when the PC shut down. And when he looked over, he saw a component on the motherboard literally on fire. I mean, he could be exaggerating, he could be not. But if uh, Asus went out and uh, said that statement and recalled those products, it might be, you know, true. Now, owners of the motherboard can examine the product by packaging to see if their hardware is affected. Customers can also type in their serial number on ASUS's website to see if their model could be faulty. Now, again, uh, the issue does potentially affect units manufactured in 2021, with the part number being it's a very long number, but you, it's, I'm going to say it to you guys. It's 90MB18E0 and serial numbers starting with MA, MB or MC. So if you have any Asus motherboard starting with the serial numbers MA, MB or MC, you are eligible for a replacement product, and you your product is being recalled anyways. You don't want it because apparently it's starting fires. I mean, Asus is a very respectable company, a very good company. So I, I'm, I'm, I think this is the first time they ever recall the product. But sometimes you will have, you know, these products that kind of slip away through the cracks, and, you know, there's problems with them. But I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215D, are you an Asus user? My very first laptop was an Asus laptop, and let me tell you, it was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about a real-life Iron Man. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all talking about a real-life Iron Man. Yes, you heard me correct, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about a humanoid robot that is designed to fly like Iron Man and that he has been built to help in natural disasters. Now, a team of scientists at the Instituto Italiano di Tecnologia, I probably butchered that name, that's an Italian name. And, you know, it has been attempting to fix a propulsion backpack to a small humanoid robot, and they call that robot iCub. Now, this robot will have systems in its palms, just like Iron Man, that will allow it to control power and even direction. That is just like the superhero Iron Man. Now, the team actually was set up 15 years ago to push forward with scientific progress in Italy. And they did hope that iCub's flying ability and small size will allow it to help in natural disasters that humans or drones are unable to reach. Now, a quick statistic, ladies and gentlemen, about every year, about 300 natural disasters kill around 90,000 humans and affect 160 million people across the world. Now, the Italian team did explain that robotics hasn't yet been able to offer an affordable solution to such problems, but humanoid robots are currently only effective indoors. Now, we are looking at a tricky balance as robots do need to remain effective indoors to help with rescues after earthquakes, for example, but still be able to function effectively outside as well. Now, the ability to fly will allow iCub to be indoor and outdoor at the same time. So we're looking at a first-of-its-kind humanoid robot to be effective indoors but also outdoors. Now, he is around 140 centimeters tall, and the iCub has the size of a 5-year-old child. It can also crawl on all fours, walk and sit up to manipulate objects. Its hands have have even been designed to support sophisticated manipulation skills and By the way, more than 40 robots have been built so far, and they will be available in laboratories across Europe, U.S., Korea, Singapore, China, and even Japan. I'm looking at this robot right now. It does look very small, but remember, size isn't everything, ladies and gentlemen. You can be small but mighty, and this Iron Iron Man-like robot looks like it knows what the deal is. But it brings a question. Right. Do we need superheroes on planet Earth? And if we can't get superheroes, do we need to create robots or humanoids to mimic the super superheroes in the comics that we love? Now, we do know that Iron Man was, you know, the flagship of the Avengers of Marvel. And, you know, the whole Marvel universe kind of revolved around Iron Man. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we might be seeing Iron Man in real life. And... I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, we always talk about, you know, the future. But what if, for example, let's be honest. Like, God forbid you're stranded somewhere. Then all of a sudden you see a humanoid robot flying in the air, coming to you and saying, hey, do you need help? That'd be crazy. Wouldn't it be crazy? Uh, You know, the, the possibilities with technology are endless. And that's why right here on Future Talk, we're telling you guys everything that could possibly happen in the near future. And in the near future, ladies and gentlemen, we might just be looking at at humanoid robots that will fly and save us from not only natural disasters, but maybe even crime-fighting humanoid robots as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break and leaving you guys with the sports headlines. But when we come back, we're talking all about a new gadget that takes the mess out of coloring your hair. Keep all 95 locked because we're gonna be right back. <laughs> Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. False 95. New tech you might want to play with or even color your hair with. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about this small gadget that will take the mess out of coloring your hair, and it comes out of L'Oreal. And, ladies and gentlemen, while you might not expect it, L'Oreal has actually been a regular at the Consumer Electronics Show these past few years, and, you know, They have been launching everything from wearable UV and pH sensors to an AI-powered skincare uh, gadget. And this year, actually, the company is back with yet another invention, and that is the ColorSonic, which is a device that is meant to make dyeing your hair at home a lot more convenient. Now, the ColorSonic doesn't look too far off from their hairstyling gadgets, and the top half has a nose with bristles on it while the bottom half does store a cartridge containing a precise mix of developer and formula. Now, this device does work by dispensing the correct amount of hair color and then bristles, you know, they they oscillate over 300 times a minute at a specific angle to evenly apply the color. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, the idea behind the device is that you could simply turn it on, brush it through your hair, and get a perfect color. So, you know, it takes, it takes away all that you know uh that, that extra mess of you taking that brush and putting it on your hair and getting uh, your clothes all, all messy with the dye and the whole entire bathroom looking like a mess but ladies and gentlemen l'oreal does say that you know those with darker hair colors will still need to bleach beforehand and that the color sonic only handles the coloration process now if you've never given into the urge of dyeing your hair let's just say there's a reason that these colors do exist Now, it's a messy process that can leave you with a very patchy hair color and stubborn stains all over your bathroom. But, you know, getting it done at the salon can, you know, obviously easily end up costing hundreds of dollars. And even, you know, I know I was reading a story the other day. It was actually not a story. It was a it was a TikTok where this lady paid a thousand dollars to color her hair and. If you give me a $1,000, I could probably cut my hair for two years. I mean, so it's pretty expensive and pretty, you know, costly. So a lot of people like coloring their hair at home, but coloring your hair at home could get you into a very big mess. And that is L'Oreal. Is that That is why L'Oreal has that idea of, you know, implementing technology not only into hair care, but skin care as well. So, I mean, uh, it looks pretty cool. And I'm looking at the device right now and it looks kind of like your basic brush all you do is you know you fill it up uh with with the with the with the paint that or the color that you want and you know then you f- fill it up with the, the 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 i think it's called the thinner i don't know I don't, i've never done hair before but again ladies and gentlemen we're looking at how everyone every big company is participating in ces And technology is not only for your laptops, for the healthcare sector, but for self-care as well, and for your skin, hair color as well. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know know your guys' thoughts. 4215, would you color your hair with this gadget or not? If I had long hair and I needed to color it, I'd think about it. But ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about a home robot... That actually does something useful this time. And we're talking about a self-driving shelf inside of your home. Tech this out. Tech this out. Oh, 95 Ladies and gentlemen, the Consumer Electronics Show has been bringing us a lot of new gadgets and a lot of crazy tech news this year. It is going on until the 7th of January and just two days into it. We've been talking about a lot of gadgets and a lot of technology that has been coming out because of that show and today ladies and gentlemen i have a home robot for you that looks like a self-driving shelf now most robots that were unveiled at the consumer electronics show do tend to overpromise and most of the time under deliver now every year we are treated to stage demos of prototype robot butlers that always you know fail to materialize as real products, but two new bots have created by a startup named Labrador Systems look like they'll break this cycle. You're probably asking me, honey, why is that? That is because the company has kept things very simple, extremely simple. And that is by building what are essentially self-driving shells. Now, Labrador's robots that do go by the name of Caddy and Retriever are designed to help around the house by ferrying goods. Now, they're both about the size of a side table and do come equipped with wheels and sensors that let them navigate around your home. Now, owners will set a number of, you know, they call them bus stops for the machines, for example, in the kitchen and by the couch. And the robots will move between these locations on command, automatically steering around obstacles and people. And both bots can be directed by apps or using verbal commands via Alexa integration. Now, the robot's max load is around 25 pounds, or if you're like me and you only understand kilos, 11 kilograms. And they move at a very steady walking pace and recharge themselves automatically overnight. Now, the big difference between the two machines is that the retriever can raise and lower itself and has a pair of a conveyor belt-like arm that lets it grab trays, Now, even if they have been placed in a suitable location. But the selling point for both is the same. Move stuff from A to B, which is very important. Now, although these robots could be useful to anyone, they're mostly designed primarily to help people with mobility problems, the elderly individuals with chronic conditions like Parkinson's or even arthritis. Now, the CEO did say he was inspired to develop them after seeing his own mother move from walking unaided to using a cane to using a windshield. Now, in a live stream demo, they saw the retriever robot set itself up to a fridge, which had been retrofitted with motors on its door. The fridge swung right open, and the robot did use its arms to slide out a tray from a shelf in the refrigerator and carry it to another location. Now, Labrador will offer this sort of retrofitted setup to customers, allowing them to create routines and even offer extra independence to those who do need regular care. So again, ladies and gentlemen, the number one thing that a lot of disabled people don't like is, you know, relying on other people. But we're looking at technology serving us and, you know, we can now be independent once again and, you know, having a a, a moving shelf, right? You know, let's say, for example, you you are in a wheelchair and you need a bowl of cereal, right? And you have the bowl, you have the milk, you finish, you want to get a refill. The Labrador... The Retriever or even Daisy will go and get that box of cereal and come back for you. And, you know, again, I'm looking at this, you know, being very, very useful, not only to people who are disabled or with chronic illnesses, but with people with kids as well. I mean, uh, if you have a lot of kids, sometimes it does get kind of annoying. I mean, uh, going to and from the kitchen. And (laughs) it's pretty funny if you ask me. But, you know, starting today, interested customers can put down a fully refundable $250 $250 deposit, which is around 700 dirhams, for a caddy or for a retriever unit. And the prices for these machines will be $1,500 upfront with 36-month payment plans. And that is $99 a month for caddy and $149 a month for retriever, which does give around the total cost of $5,000 and $6,800 for the two machines. So they are pretty pricey, but if the bright person needs it, then you know, I'll always like to say you can't put a price on peace of mind. I will always pay money as long as I can always have a peace of mind. Ladies and gentlemen, let me know your guys' thoughts. 4215. Would you have the self-walking robot shelf or not? I would because sometimes, you know, I would be in the kitchen or I'd be in the living room. and I had to get something from the kitchen. I don't feel like I'm walking every two seconds. But, you know, sometimes, you know, technology does make us lazy. But, ladies and gentlemen, the Halftime Show, the only place to be at for you with the man himself, Omar Dori is commencing in in four minutes. And he will be giving you guys everything you need to know in the world of sports. And that does mean Future Talk is concluded for today. I'll be seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, only around Pulse 95. And I would like to hope that all of you have a very great day.